Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, April the 14th, 2022. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, discomfort, which means to frustrate the plans of or to thwart, discomfort. Hope everyone is enjoying their Thursday or will enjoy their Thursday. Weather here in North Carolina is looking pretty good. Warm, high 80s, or mid 80s, I should say, mid to low 80s. Uh, But we're expecting, of course, later on this afternoon into the evening, some severe weather. That's the uh, leftover or remnants of those storms from last night that tore apart. Arkansas. One is dead, I believe, as a result of a tree falling. And the rest of the southeast got hit pretty good. It's moving on up the eastern seaboard coming our way. But they're saying that it may be a little milder, but we will be seeing some rain, of course. Might be seeing some high winds also. Man, well, like I always say, that is the springtime in the south. In fact, so uh, the last three days, It has been reported 25 tornadoes in nine states. And like I said, Arkansas got it last night with 85 mile per hour winds. Man, wow. Uh, That's the spring coming into the summer. Just is, just is. Uh, Certainly praying for those that uh, have been affected by this. Man, uh, hope the weather doesn't get too severe here. Got to be at work later on this afternoon, right? about the time it's supposed to get started. Jess is. All right, let's move along here. Also, uh, President Biden is coming to North Carolina today, Greensboro, going to visit uh, North Carolina A&T University, which is uh, the largest historically black college or university in the nation. Now, the tour is, of course, uh, for those that are struggling, uh, studying, I should say, studying robotics and cybersecurity as he uh, is going to be talking about uh, wages, jobs, and the cost of living across the board. Part of the administration's uh, Building a Better America plan. Now, all of this is on the heels of that uh, poll I told you about a couple days ago with the majority of North Carolinians that are saying they aren't too happy with, with with the job the good president and his administration is doing. I believe it was like 50-some-odd percent disapproval with 18% in the uh, Democratic Party echoing what many North Carolinians are saying. Like I said, he's coming to talk about uh, his build back, uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, what is that? Building a Better America plan, where he's going to be promoting the jobs, uh, future jobs for, of course, robotics. That That's that AI and cybersecurity. Uh, a lot of jobs are coming to North Carolina. A lot of companies are moving to North Carolina to um, help build this infrastructure. And let's also be mindful that, like I said before, North Carolina is a battleground state. Just is. Can't walk away from North Carolina like uh, many politicians. And that includes Democrats and Republicans have done in the past. You got to take account of North Carolina now. Wow. Um, he's coming. Uh, just, like, like I said, to talk about his... Uh, new plan for this this new infrastructure. We most definitely need it here in North Carolina. Um, like the reports and, and, and many 
articles that I've read about the state of North Carolina with these businesses trying to get here, like the one in Rocky Mount I talked about uh, last week, that, you know, that plant or, or that land is just sitting there waiting to be built upon. And that's as a, as a result of uh, the Trump era tariffs against China. So you have that in Edgecombe County. Then you have uh, what's going on here in Greensboro uh, that is, is happening. Uh, they're certainly in need of jobs there. A lot of plants and a lot of companies are moving there. So we'll see what the good president has to say. Uh, he's supposed to take to the microphone at 2 o'clock, I believe. <laughs> they're saying, well, well, I mean, hey, like I said, we most definitely need it here in North Carolina. Uh, he certainly has uh, a lot on his plate. Maybe many are saying that's because of the, the mess he has created. Maybe he has. Maybe he has. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. We will see and time will tell. Uh, moving along also, man, uh, COVID numbers are slowly but surely creeping back up, looks like. Because what they're saying here locally, Carborough High School is uh, reinstating its mask mandate after 30 cases have been reported at the school. Now, they've linked 12 of those cases to a prom they just had last weekend. And these mandates are going to be in place until April 22nd. And also with the uh, uh, side note, the, the airline industry, um, transportation, airline, buses, trains, uh, public transportation, city buses, they're going back. They're going to extend that mask mandate. It was set to expire um, sometime this week, but they're going to extend it to uh, April 22nd also. Uh, looks like uh, the COVID numbers are back up, and they're saying in some parts of the country, it is increasing hospital visits and ER visits also. So if you thought COVID was over, think again. Uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, I do believe wholeheartedly this is just one of those things we're just going to have to live through and persevere through. Also, uh, they showed a map of those infection rates that are um, on the rise throughout the United States. And this is it's, it's like a, a, a tic-tac-toe board. It's just different states, high numbers, or, or they're in that caution stage. North Carolina is one of them. Hey, it is what it is, folks. Um, the best I can tell you, take care of yourself. Self-preservation. Just, just be mindful of uh, how you, you interact, interact when you're out in public. I mean, keep your mask on. Maintain social distance still. You, you just have to. It's self-preservation. Uh, I'm not knocking those that are in position that are giving out this advice or, or, or precautions. But... Um, Come hell or high water, you got to take care of yourself first. Common sense. I mean, this thing isn't over. It just it just isn't. It's not over. It's still here. Still lingering around, <laughs> looks like. Man, COVID is uh, indeed that thing that has shook up the world. Just has. And it continues to because cases are up in China also. So much for so much so they're going back. They have uh, been back in lockdown now for a month or so. I mean, hey, we're just not over this thing. And like I said earlier, they just uh, they're trying to get it to a point where they can 
say it's like an, uh, another upper respiratory infection, you know, like the common cold or the flu. Keep it manageable. Looks like uh, also we're going to be back to taking those vaccines like we do for the flu. It, it's, it, it just is. Just is. Man, COVID is that it, it, it has indeed shook everything up. Just has. Wow. Just wow. And, uh, and, and some sporting news. Let me let me sidetrack here away from COVID. Talk about the sporting news. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets and the Atlanta Hawks had a game last night. It was Charlotte's last chance to get into the playoffs, and they lost. That's not the story of the. <laughs> that's not the story that everyone's talking about, though. They're talking about the incident where a Charlotte player, uh, Bridges, I believe it was his name, had got ejected from the game, and then some Atlanta Hawks fan or fans. Uh, of course, you know, when you're on the opposing team courts, those fans can get pretty indignant. And he got into it, a verbal uh, altercation with one of the fans. So much so, he took his mouthpiece out and threw it. Didn't hit the fan he was arguing with. Instead, it hit a young now, uh, Bridges took the social media after all of this has, had happened and apologized, of course, rightfully so, got caught up in the moment and said he wants to meet with the fan. Understandable. I mean, everyone gets caught up in the moment, but for you to take that mouthpiece out and throw it into that crowd like that, uh, man, you, you really got caught up in the moment. You did. You did. Really got caught up in the moment, man. So he's, go, he's on his uh, apology tour on social media, and he's saying that he hopes uh, somehow, some way, social media will get him into contact with that young fan. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Social media does have a way of uh, working th these things out or working these things through. We will see. We will see what happened. But, yeah, he took his mouthpiece out, threw it out into the crowd. Uh, homie, you got to control your emotions better than that, especially during a pandemic. <laughs> what, in the world, what in the world did that fan say to you? I'm sure. Well, we all know how fans are. Uh, they can jar and, and get up under these players' skins uh, more often than not. Uh, but at some point in time, somehow, some way, as hard as it is, got to control your emotions. Uh, better than throwing your mouthpiece at someone. What in the world? Man. Yeah, Charlotte's out of the playoffs. The Atlanta Hawks are in. NBA playoffs are heating, getting ready to get started, getting ready to heat up. And notably, the, a team that will be missing is, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers. No surprise there. They have been horrible this year. No surprise there at all. None whatsoever. All right. Let's go get it. Man. Um, Tuesday's subway shooter. The, new, the guy in New York that shot up that subway uh, is due in court today for terrorism charges after firing 33 shots while in a crowded subway car injuring 30 people. people and what they're saying is 10 were shot. <laughs> uh, this story, of course, is still developing. No one knows why he did what he did. But for me, uh, that was an intentional act for you to sit there. And, and you're in a, a subway car that's moving underground. And for you to um, first let off, uh, this was intentional 
all the way across the board. You knew you knew full well what you were doing. Might not have thought it all the way through, but you went into that subway car and you you went into that subway knowing what you were going to do because you let off a smoke canister to fill the compartment with smoke and then you opened fire. Um, not being a facetious jerk here, but you aren't a good shooter. <laughs> you, you, you aren't. You didn't... Uh, you, you, well, at first they were saying he let off two canisters of smoke, and now they're saying a canister. He may have just had some more stuff in his bags because they found fireworks, uh, some more ammunition, and some more smoke canisters. But for you to let that canister off inside of that compartment of that subway, and then you threw on your face mask, um, man, you were in a closed compartment underground that was traveling. That wasn't very smart. That, that just wasn't. And then you started shooting. You injured 30, and, and somehow another they're saying he injured 30, but he shot 10. You obviously, I, I, like I said, I'm not trying to be a facetious jerk here, but you weren't a good shot, were you? Not uh, promoting what he did, but you just weren't a good shot. Perhaps that smoke blurred your vision. Uh, gas mask or no gas mask? Still, like I said, still no word on what he was thinking or what he was doing. But the uh, he, he was 62 years old. Like I said, he was arrested yesterday. He called, Apparently, he called the police and told them that he would be at a, a, a Mickey D's and gave a description of the clothes he had on. He said he would be there in McDonald's charging his phone. But when the police arrived, he was gone. Nowhere to be found. But a citizen, um, just a regular guy on the streets working, Noticed them, called the police or flagged the police down because the police said once they got there and they realized he wasn't there, they began trolling the area. So this uh, regular old citizen spotted the police and told him, hey, that's the guy over there, right there. And they arrested him without incident. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Um, and this is why I said he didn't really think this thing through. Or maybe they're saying that he quite possibly could have just wanted to uh, wanted to be arrested. He wanted to be caught because, uh, like I said, he, he shot 30, injured 10. They're saying it could have been more, but his gun jammed. And apparently, I guess, well, he had extra rounds of ammunition. Uh, he just, I, I still say he just didn't think this through. It, it was just sloppy all the way across the board. It just was because uh, when they got into the got to the scene, went inside that subway car, they found the gun that he used to uh, do the shootings that was left at the scene. The his bag filled with fireworks and the rest of his canister and the rest of his ammunition that was left at the scene, and keys to the rented U-Haul that he left. Uh, they were left also rented the U-Haul in Pennsylvania, and then drove I guess drove to New York. And set up early that morning because they have surveillance video of him walking around with that construction vest on, holding uh, that bag and that rolling bag with all that stuff in it. He had made social media posts uh, sometime before saying that he wanted to kill people and watch people die. So that was his intended plan. Didn't work that well, did it? Certainly caused enough confusion and chaos. And another thing that came out is when they said, people said when they got, uh, when they got, when the train came to a stop, they were told to get onto another train that was just across the, across from them. And when they got on, he got on also, but he got off at the next stop 
and left. <laughs> the surveillance vi uh, video is showing him leaving that subway, that underground subway. Um, what comes to mind? Boo. Just evil. Uh, whether he had a hard go at it as it relates to life, I don't know. We all do. But there's still no excuse for what he did. It just isn't. I'm sorry. 62 years old. I think he would know better. I just do. Uh, praying for those that were caught up in that melee. That that's that just despicable act. Because rightfully so, some people are saying they don't think they'll ever take the subway again. If you think about it, for someone, and this is why I say it was intentional, for someone to get uh, to go underground in a subway and go into an, a compartment, where when those doors are closed and that train gets to moving, you're you're sitting ducks. And for you to let off that canister, that smoke canister, and then open fire like that, uh, terrorism charge or no terrorism charge? I'm, I know many in the, I know this the city of New York and the state of New York, they're all on that mental health awareness bandwagon. Uh, I, I can't see mental health, especially with you making videos. All of this was premeditated, just was. But maybe those were, <laughs> maybe those with uh, mental health issues. They can quite possibly, maybe, they can think that far ahead. Like I've always said, uh, uh, mental health for me, if, if for someone to do this, to just randomly start shooting, uh, I don't see mental health. I see you as just a, a, a problem to society. And it shows in those YouTube videos that he made how he wanted to kill people and watch them die. Maybe that is a form of mental health. I call it just evil, evil and foolishness. Yeah, it just is, just is to me. All right, we're going to move along here. Enough of that. Uh, like I said, pray for those that were affected by that, even the survivors. Damn, just wow, just wow. All right, let's move along here. In uh, an update, uh, we have some new details about the assassination of uh, the Haitian president back in July. We got some new details emerging. <laughs> wow. Just wow. Um, as we know, the uh, Haitian president was assassinated back in July, shot multiple times inside his home, his presidential palace with a long gun. And they said that they were the uh, assassination was the result of uh, Colombian missionaries. But now the president of Colombia is shedding some new light on that. He's saying they were, uh, of course, Colombian ex-soldiers. That were involved. Now, previously we were called, we were told they were mercenaries, but he said no, they were just ex-soldiers. Where well, most mercenaries are ex-soldiers. Now the evidence is showing that all of those Colombian ex-soldiers were involved. Now, 40 people have been arrested, uh, Haitian police officers, the former former Haitian senator. Yep, remember that guy. They, they flat out said they think he was behind it. It was supposed to be his right-hand man. And they're thinking he, he may have quite possibly been behind it or part of the, the mastermind to do that. And, of course, 18 former Colombian soldiers, those mercenaries, were arrested also. Now, the Haitian, I mean, I'm sorry, the Colombian president, president had uh, previously said that the ex-soldiers were misled by recruiters of their mission. Now, he went and told the AP Associated Press on Wednesday that he never said that. 
but rather he, he always stuck to there has to be an investigation and it has to be conducted. And now after uh, one of his ex-soldiers that escaped, one of those ex-soldiers that escaped and he's been detained in Florida, Florida said that they were hired to offer security and to arrest the Haitian president. Hmm. Okay. All right. Now, uh, I guess that's where that misinformation or that misleading came from, because that that uh, one soldier and, and the president also is saying, hey, they were misled. Apparently, when they got there um, to Haiti to offer security and arrest the president, there were, they were separated. A small group was blindfolded and, and told they were going to participate in uh, something. They received different instructions from, from what the other one said, because that uh, there was that small group that received this amount of this uh, part of instructions, blindfolded and took into some undisclosed lo- location, I guess. And the others, other ones were told uh, flat out, hey, we're going we're gonna to assassinate the president. Now, so you had one group that didn't know what was going to happen, and you had another group that knew that it was indeed an assassination, a criminal operation, and their intent was to kill the president. So apparently that one that they they now have detained in Florida, he was a part of that second group. They were flat out told, hey, we want to assassinate the president. Wow. Just wow. Um, Who was behind it? Who invited you? Perhaps that senator. Now, the, the, the thing with this all is that they were saying that the Haitian president was corrupt and he had to go. But those closest to him, his advisors, including his wife, because his wife survived, she was shot also. She survived and he said, and, and, and she said, and, and his supporters are saying, no, he was there trying to clean up corruption. He was trying to get those that were a part of this corruption in Haiti out. And that might have been that senator, because I, if I'm not mistaken, I read an article where he was he was he was implying or implicating certain ones. And I think that senator or a group of those senators and other advisors were are, were the ones that he was trying to get rid of. So they were going to beat him to the punch and take him out, looks like. And it looks like the Colombian president has backed off his previous statement because now he knows that those ex-soldiers, mercenaries, were sent there to assassinate the president of Haiti. Once again, who invited you? Like I said, probably that guy or those groups that he was, a group of gentlemen that he was trying to get rid of. He knew what was going on. Uh, maybe he wasn't corrupt. Or, and those that were around him were weren't going to stop that flow of money. Like I always said, when you got money coming in, and you got more money than you can count, people are going to get greedy and needy. And that appears to be what has happened or has happened in Haiti. All of this was over power. He was taken out because he wanted to clean up the corruption in his country. It's tired of the nonsense. Wow. Just wow. Just wow. Uh, like I said, these details are still emerging. That Colombian president, he had to back off his previous statement and come to terms with the fact that, yeah, some of uh, that country's soldiers were, not some, but a large group of the, that country's former soldiers were 
hired to assassinate this guy, this president. They just were. Man, what a crazy time. What a crazy world we are living in. Uh, if you guys don't remember, uh, that assassination was just a despicable act by mankind. He was, uh, I, I want to say, if I remember correctly, he was shot multiple times. I want to say about 50, maybe more, with a long gun, a rifle. Wife described it as he was shot head to toe, lying on the bedroom floor. And she had to play dead in order to survive. Man, man, oh man, oh man. What nonsense. What nonsense, man. That that that's uh that's absurd to me. That that just is, man. Uh we'll keep you updated as I find these stories because uh Hadn't really heard anything else about that until I stumbled upon this story here. I, I was wondering what was going on down there with that investigation. Now we know they have to admit <laughs> they were indeed Colombian ex-soldiers sent on a assassination mission that they completed. Sadly. Wow. Uh, Haiti is always, has always been, uh, like I said, it, before it is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, and looks like it. In addition to that poorest country mantra, a moniker, they're going to be also coupled with corruption and assassinations. As if they need any more descriptive terms to demean them, man. Yeah, looks like it was members of the uh, his own. Uh, administration. It's called an ace of ace and a spade of spade because that former senator was there right beside him. Uh, he was in that administration with him. Looked like he turned on him. Perhaps he was getting ready to dig into his pockets also. Get him out of there because, you know, they were saying that they, he had plans to uh, expose those he knew work that they were corrupt. Bring them to the light. Put them on blast. And they took him out before he could do that. But details are still emerging. It's coming out. What's done in the dark always, always, always comes to the light. And that looks like what is happening here in Haiti. Man, certainly there's a lot going on in the world we're, uh, we are living in now. Uh, you know, that, that war with Russia and Ukraine is still going on, ongoing. Um, who knows how that'll turn out? That's a power grab also, greed. Putin has made no bones about it that he wants that part of the of Europe, that's that energy pipeline. That's what a large majority of that oil and, and, and whatever and the resources there, they're in Ukraine. And that control that that feeds a lot of uh European nations. So that <laughs> That's just skinny on that. Another uh, episode or another example of greed and power. Just is, just is. Uh, pray for us. <laughs> that's all I can say. Pray for everyone. Let's pray. Let's pray. Because food, these fools are really and truly losing their minds, trying to control someone everywhere across the country. It's not confined in one part of the world. It's everywhere across the board. Just is, just is, just is. Well, I'm going to get out of here. Got to skedaddle. 
got to go to work. Um, man, like I said uh, earlier, I hope I don't get caught up in those bad storms. Man, springtime in the South. Springtime in the South. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.